listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Elliott. The season's right around the corner. The season is here, that time of the year when Thanksgiving's coming up, the holidays are coming up. We are right here. Obviously, Thanksgiving is awesome. We get to enjoy a lot of amazing food, some good. I'm a foodie person, so I get addicted to the food aspect. and really love that. But hanging out with awesome friends, people that we really care about, friends, family, and just enjoying our time off and taking that rest time to be able to rejoice with each other is what it's all about. I think it's a great routine. I I like to wake up every morning remembering and just being thankful in like the, the present state of where we're at today, where we've grown from yesterday and even months or years or or so forth where we're at today basically just being super thankful for where we've come from and I think it's a natural thing when this time of the season comes around that we all rejoice and we, we all sit around the table and we acknowledge like hey I'm super thankful for all these things and I just want to say on behalf of Ready Set Go Real Estate Investing Podcast We are coming up on almost the 100th episode right around the corner. And I just got to say, I am super grateful and thankful for every single one of you that have, yes, I'm talking to you for listening to this, for dealing with my ass and, and really just appreciating you hitting that subscribe button, leaving reviews, letting me know what you guys think about the podcast and overall tagging people in this, sharing it out because we do have a huge goal. We have huge mission right here to really empower other people, to help educate, motivate, and preparing individuals just like yourself to be able to be confident and take the action, take the leap of faith in investing in themselves, being able to dive straight into real estate investing. Real estate has literally changed our lives and we're super grateful for it. We love it to death. And there's a lot of learning curves that we're all constantly going through on a daily basis. But when you listen to to podcasts like this, or when you're investing in yourself by reading books, by taking uh, other individuals out that have been doing it for years and successfully doing it, taking them out to coffee, dinner, you know, paying for their time, then that's when you cut the learning curve and you go above and beyond. You, you see the difference. And I just want to thank you guys all tremendously for diving in investing your time with me every single Monday. And if you haven't hit that subscribe button, you guys are missing out. So make sure you do that. And with that being said, I want to give away my book. If you guys haven't got it yet, Action Driven, I'm giving this away to you. Each and every one of you guys just reach out to me anywhere on social media, reach out on the website as well, brandonelliotinvestments.com. Otherwise, Instagram, brandonelliotinvestments or on facebook.com slash brandonelliotrei or instead of REI, you can put investor and that'll pop up to my main page as well. So you guys can reach out to me. I want to give this to you as just a thank you for diving in, hitting that subscribe button, leaving reviews and pouring into yourself each and every week. With that being said though, it's just going to be me today. So this is what you get. We're going to, I don't want to take up too much of your time. It is Thanksgiving weekend. You guys are getting ready for that. Everybody's busy. And, and this week, you know, friends, family, 
that peaceful time of being with yourself and, and getting ready for like Christmas next month and the New Year's and all these amazing, exciting things that are coming up. Don't want to take up too much of your time. So we're in the middle of a couple different rehabs right now with some of our projects. And I just, I'm going through learning curves as well as things that like, it's so obvious I should have done, but I was too lenient. So I'm going to give tips on that. And then there's also tips that I want to give on in the past that I've learned from tremendously. And you guys have heard me say this a few times in the past, but I'm going to knock out five different tips and tricks when dealing with contractors and, and your scope of work, your SOW scope of work. If you haven't heard of the SO, then that's, that's exactly what that is. And I, I haven't really made this a prioritized order. I just like listed this out just a few minutes ago, but I, I do really believe this is super crucial. It's straight to the point. So if you are anywhere where you can take notes, write this down, you're definitely going to want to do that, whether it's on your phone or handwrite it type it out on the computer, do that right now, get prepared, write this stuff down, take notes on it later, rewatch this, take notes again, and let me know what you guys think. But number one is you must have rewards and pain points attached. Now, what I mean by that is basically if somebody performs like they say they're going to, they say, hey, it's going to take three weeks to, to get done the project. And they say they're guaranteeing it's going to be three weeks. You know, be like, perfect. Well, things always come up. I've never seen anybody actually either get exactly on time. Nine times out of 10, it's usually over. So with that being said, these guys might be amazing. And we want to give them the benefit of the doubt. So you don't want to exactly put that pain point on, hey, on, on three weeks, you said it's going to be done then. So let's get it done then. I like to give just a, a few days extra, maybe a half a week extra because things do come up, things pop up. So if they guarantee things are going to be done at three weeks, be like, perfect. I'll give you three and a half weeks. If you get it done by three and a half weeks, I'm going to give you a bonus, whatever that may be. But encourage them, see what they would like. Usually it's going to be money, but figure out what they would like and what would, you know, uh, lift their skirts up pretty much and get them excited. And then also there needs to be a pain point behind it. So if they don't get it done by three and a half weeks, you already got them to agree several times. Like, yes, they're going to get it done in three weeks, three weeks. I guarantee it. Everything's going to be good. Nothing to worry about. Like they all say, okay, we're giving them another half a week. So if they don't get it done by that three and a half weeks, then there's got to be a pain point behind that. That's a financial obligation. Typically there's got to be, a certain amount getting deducted every single day to make sure that, hey, all the prioritizing is on this project. Like there's no need for you to jump around to other projects. For instance, right now, I did have in my scope of work originally when I started this project, the pain points, rewards, and et cetera. Unfortunately, the time commitment got broken horribly, way, way longer because we had a lot of permit issues. Now, when the permit issues come up, like, yes, we agree things happen within the scope of work outside of our like well-being, like whatever we can do. Some things are outside of our control. But when those things occur and we adjust as entrepreneurs, then we need to update the scope of work. Does that make sense? Update where we're at so we can be held accountable, each of us, and make sure that the things are getting done properly. And that's exactly where I screwed up. So I didn't update my scope of work. 
We just had exactly the price laid out. We did update the additional expenses that it was going to take. We did not, unfortunately, update the scope of work when it comes down to time commitment. And that's where I'm screwing up because I have a contractor right now that we're at the last freaking stage. I'm talking last of the last of the last and things still aren't being done. And there's a million excuses, a million and one. There's certain people that are pointing the blame everywhere else. And at the end of the day, it's very important to to know your leadership role, look in the mirror and just take responsibility for yourself. And I take responsibility for being the project manager of this and, and leading my crew, whether shit rolls downhill. So at the end of the day, certain other people that I manage over might be pointing the fingers and not getting shit done, uh, which they should take responsibility for. But I, as a man, as a leader, need to take responsibility for my part for for making my mistakes as well. Does that make sense? So know the pain points, always have a pain point, always have a reward. I know a lot of people that just put a pain point behind it. I've never seen anybody get super excited to work with the other individual like that. If there's only consequences and no reward at the end, I mean, come on guys. It's like, why work so hard? You know, if we're always living in fear or working in fear, you don't want that type of environment. Number two is if you're in person, or virtually, like we have projects in the Midwest, East Coast-ish that we work on, and I don't go over there anymore. But when I did, or if I'm locally here with our fix and flips, then you want to walk the property yourself with a notepad first, taking notes, and then again with your contractor, and do this room by room taking notes. Recently, I had one of my contractors long distance. I'm not going to be there, but he's going around the room just verbally on the phone with me going room by room. And we're taking, you know, we're taking mental notes. This is what you don't want to do because after we get off the phone, his plan was to go back through and take written notes. That's backwards. You don't want to do that. So as a leader, I should have cut that off right there because it was a 30 minute call, a 30 minute call. And then the scope of work's going to change because it's not apples to apples. Does that make sense? So I highly encourage get the individual, the contractor, if it is long distance and you can't be there or yourself do the walkthrough first room by room, start low, get into the basement, work your way up and go room by room floor to the ceiling, what the floor needs attention to, what the walls need attention to, what the electrical outlets, what the heating elements like windows, any lights, fixtures, and then the ceiling itself, paint, all these things need to be held accountable and written down first and foremost. So you have exactly what needs to be done on a notepad, just like this. And then afterwards, you guys can get on the phone or do it in person together one more time, wrap around and make sure that it is apples to apples and you guys haven't missed anything. And that's going to be your scope of work. Overall, we're looking to, usually you jump into a project, you're doing demo first. After that, you're going for anything that's kind of a bigger, more major item that needs to be prioritized, like either a roof leaking or something or cracks in the foundation, like foundation, and then gas, plumbing, all those things should be taken care of first. Then we're talking about electrical, the first round of electrical, and then framing. If I didn't say demo, you definitely do demo first. And then after framing, we're talking drywall, we're talking paint, flooring, and then we're talking finishing the electrical second half. 
the finishing touches and so forth. That That's just the, how we like to look at it to kind of get the scope of work prioritized in order. But you don't want to do it ass backwards when it comes down to the scope of work. If you're locally, do the walkthrough yourself first on a notepad, then do it with your contractor, see if you missed anything and prioritize it at that point. You don't want to do the scope of work, like walking through it with your contractor or yourself, not taking notes. Anything that you're keeping up here is a waste because we got a million things coming in one year and going out the next like two seconds later with so many distractions. Keep documented notes. It's going to save you so much time, so much money in the long run. Uh, things that you're not going to forget. Number three is pay your contractor with credit cards. Pay, 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 pay your contractor with credit cards. I can't stress this enough. In the beginning, you know, I've mentioned this several times in other episodes, but in the beginning when I originally got started, my very first project, I ended up getting screwed over left and right with contractors because I was paying cash. I was paying cash like a moron and they were taking advantage of me because I couldn't speak the lingo. I was young and long distance, 3,500 miles away. I'm in California. They think I'm from California making a ton of money in that sunshine state. So they're taking advantage of me. And when you're paying with cash, it's easier to be taken advantage of. It's harder to get your money back. You only got to do it. You, you got to fight for it in court, which is a pain in the ass and more, more cost involved and so forth. And you still might not get the money. So that being said, credit card will always save your ass especially with the contractors that want a half up front or some ridiculous amount. You should never pay anything up front. But guess what? If you're doing it with credit cards, you always can. That can be your negotiation tactic. You can pay more up front. I'll give you the damn near the whole thing. But understand that if you don't do it, like we have in the scope of work here, and I have before and after pictures, we can even get this on voice recording or video recording. And then if, if you don't do what you, you said you're going to, then I'm going to dispute it with my credit card company. And then they're going to give me my money back. And that's always going to protect you. It's happened several times with me and it's always protected me. Plus you get to save points. It's easier for record keeping. I mean, the list goes on. You make a ton of points. You can reward yourself at the end and go on vacation. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing win, win, win type of situation. And if any contractors ever give you shit about the fees involved, uh, that's all negotiable. You can either pay that, tell them next time to include it in their bids. It's minimum stuff at the end of the day will always save you. So just keep that in mind. It, it's something very, very crucial. And if they don't know how to set themselves up to be able to take payments with credit cards, you just got to sit them down with their banker and explain how to do that. And it's very, it's basic stuff. You know, you should be dealing with intellectuals that know like, some basic stuff. Obviously, contractors are somewhat another breed. They're more hands-on. They're more old school and like a little rough and tough. Uh, they, they're going through some stuff. So uh, it is not necessarily the, the business mindset, more of, hey, there's a problem. Let's fix it hands-on. Number four is always owe more, especially towards the end. So like I just mentioned, you can pay more upfront if you'd like. Give them their encouragement. The money's there, no problems. I can pay several days ahead to make sure that it clears. You guys have your weekly check by, the, by Friday so you guys can do whatever with it by that weekend. But when it comes down to the end of the project, this is very crucial. I have no idea what it is. There's a lot of people out there for some God knows reason, I don't know, that start things and for some reason can't finish. 
and it's not can't it's like there's distractions there's things that come up it's like like with the project that we're on right now in san diego it's like we're at the final final stretch like we're halfway running to home base right here and about to put this on the mls like it could go on any day like any second and for some god knows reason uh we're still getting held up by the most basic stuff and that's extremely frustrating it's annoying but at this point i still owe like seven thousand dollars and it's only maybe fifteen hundred two thousand dollars worth of work that needs to be done so it's like if God forbid, if you need to cut ties, then you're going to save yourself a penny and be able to get the work done with other individuals faster and, and sooner that can see this minimum things that need to be done and knock it out for you really quick. Okay. And then above all else, number five, above all else, you should always focus on communication and transparency. So it's basically one-on-one just leadership skills. Without communication, without transparency, there's going to be resentment build up. There's going to be frustration. There's going to be issues that arise and aren't said to each other face to face, things behind each other's back. You guys find out later, you know, a bunch of nasty stuff. And then you guys just bumping heads left and right. When there's communication, transparency, then you guys might disagree and it's okay to disagree. But it's important to try to put yourself in the other person's shoes to understand like, hey, this is where they're coming from. This is how I acted. This is how they felt. I didn't mean to make them feel that way, but this is the reality. So maybe I need to look in the mirror. Maybe they need to look in the mirror type of thing and see how did we come to this point and how are we going to adjust and move forward? It's basic skills like Communication 101, when it comes down to a ton of leadership books out there that can truly help you out and improve your communication. And this goes like across the board with relationships, any relationships, like friends, family, your significant other, your kids, like your dog, like whatever it may be. But contractors, nine times out of 10, as a real estate investor, they're thinking a whole nother mindset, a different type of mindset, not necessarily business minded. And, and more of that rough, tough, you know, getting work done. And at the end of the day, you got to try to put yourself in their shoes and, and figure out what they're prioritizing and what their priorities are in general to try to figure out if this is going to be a good fit. And if you guys can both be on the same boat, the same board here and, and still have the end goal in mind to be able to knock this thing out. So at the end of the day, if things aren't working, you got to know where and when to let somebody go. And that's the tough choice about being a leader, especially if there's like so many signs, there's so many signs and there's certain ways that you might have in your mind and even not necessarily just in your mind, but it's your job to put on paper and really paint the picture for the other individual of exactly how you want things to move forward, how you want things to pan out. It's very crucial for you to have that in your mind put out on a piece of paper and illustrated for the other individual to be able to soak in and understand. Because if not, then they're not going to be able to, to pull off what you have just sitting here in your mind. So if you paint the picture well, if they are totally clear above and beyond exactly what's going on and they're still not showing up like you anticipated and how you told them up front the communication, you said exactly what you wanted, they're not coming up to par, 
then it's always crucial to have backup plans and to cut ties and move forward. So have backup plans, cut ties, move forward, don't look back, keep it moving. That's just what it is. There's going to be many times you're going to have to be in that situation. And I have good relationships, good friends with people that I've had to let go. And there's no hard feelings behind it on my side because I look at everything as a business. I have totally tremendous respect in so many different areas for individuals that have worked for me. And I have nothing but love and respect. But at the end of the day, if it's not working out, if it's not hitting my goals, and I, on my part, believed I was as communicative as needed to be, if they're not understanding that, we're not connecting, then we're not on the same boat. We don't have the same end goal in mind. I'm not going to hit my goals in my business. Therefore, my business isn't going where I need it to. And it most likely will go the opposite way. So therefore, we got to cut ties. Unfortunately, other people might feel some type of way afterwards and be upset. And that's where a little cool, cool off time might be, uh, be beneficial, as well as you're not going to vibe with everybody. That's just what it is. If you're focused on your goals, you know exactly where you're going. You know exactly who you are. When you look in the mirror and you're confident and bold in knowing your position and what God has given you, the talents and the perseverance, then that's just what it is. Like You don't need everybody in the world to vibe with you, if that makes sense. So, so stay focused, stay driven on exactly your mission, and communication is key to everything. But these are the five tips that I would give on dealing with contractors and having that communication to make sure your scope of work is on point. All right, so if you guys have any questions whatsoever, make sure you reach out, throw in the comments, tag somebody in this that needs to see it, share this out, hit that subscribe button so you get the newest notification every single Monday. And I do pray that you guys all have a blessed Thanksgiving, the most amazing time ever. I have a special gift for the first five people. That's right, number five. Last time I did this, I think it was like 33 we have counted, uh, maybe a little bit more. I believe 33, though, reached out to us trying to get this free hookup. So we're going to give it away again. But for the first five people, we're going to give away a free status match program. So what that is is basically for any car rentals, hotels, you are getting set up for tremendous success. There's what status is, is let's say... Whenever you stay at a particular business like the Hilton, Marriott, any type of car rentals, the more money you spend with them, the more times you utilize their services. And if you make an account with them and are set up to receive reward points, then eventually they, you hit tiers. You start off maybe gold and platinum, then elite, executive elite, whatever it may be, diamond status. With those statuses, we have tips and tricks to be able to, you don't even need to stay one time with these guys. You need to make an account with them, which is free to do. And we have step-by-step several different ways how you can get the highest status for every single place and what that enables and like what that gives you back is some amazing results. They treat you like gold, first of all. They treat you like royalty because in their eyes, they think that you spent... 50,000 or more. Some some of these companies, you got to spend like 250,000 to get their highest status. And that's like per year. So if you can wrap your head around that, you get discounted rates on everything. You get the highest type of 
best products, services that they have. They greet you with alcohol drinks, uh, take care of baggage, stuff like that. Like a lot of nice royalty, fast service that is always top of the line. And it's like, if you can get that stuff without having to spend all that money, like we, we all deserve a little, a little extra pat on the back and a little extra additional service that you can get easily. So we're going to give this, it's, it's a course that we have already set up for you guys. We're going to give it away to the first five people. And we normally sell this for $497. We value it at $1,500. You're going to make way more, like save a ridiculous amount more than just $1,500. If you utilize it, it's basic stuff. Like for example, we got a one car rental. It was, we paid like 230 bucks, I believe for their most basic of basic of basic cars. Once we got there, we got upgraded naturally to a convertible Mercedes. It was supposed to be 650. And then with the 230 that we actually paid, we ended up using points to be able to pay it, pay for it. So it was free and we didn't need to pay any insurance or anything. Another example is there was a Jaguar SUV we got and it was for a little over a week. It was supposed to be like 850 or a little higher than that, 880, I think something, something crazy. And we got it for 320, 340 range, something like that and didn't have to pay any insurance. Once again, the money that we did pay for it, we got it paid for with points as well. So uh, there's some cool stuff. Another example for a hotel, we ended up getting the presidential penthouse suite, which was sick. It was upstairs, downstairs. Every time we left the room, the chef delivered something super amazing for us, like something edible that with a thank you note. And we had our own private huge pool, bathrooms everywhere, inside, outside, shower, same thing. So it was very, very cool and something that it cost us 40 pesos. It was supposed to be a $10,000 room. It cost us two bucks, two bucks. So cool stuff. That's all I got to say. We're going to give this away to you guys uh, absolutely free for the first five. So reach out to us once this episode airs and you can always reach out to me. Well, before that, for the first five free. After that, every other person that reached out to us, the 33 plus people, we still gave huge discounts. We ended up giving it away for everybody for 97 bucks. So we gave a huge, huge discount behind it because there is ridiculous amounts of value and we want to reward people that take action. So don't let it discourage you. You know, it's been a couple weeks or whatever it may be. If you're interested in getting the status match, reach out. I'd love to take care of you one way or the other and we'll always make it work. But I do pray that uh, you are one of the top five so we can take care of you guys for free and help you along with that. With that being said, you can always reach out to us on brandonelliotinvestments.com, Instagram, Brandon Elliott Investments, or facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott Investor, or uh, Brandon Elliott REI. So with that being said, I do hope you guys all have an amazing day. You guys all stay extremely blessed for Thanksgiving and realize how appreciated you all are from the Ready, Set, Go real estate investing family. And yeah, if I can do anything for you guys, reach out. We're doing some amazing things with credit right now, helping out tremendous, like ridiculous amount more people than we ever could imagine. And we're super blessed and thankful for that. And that's all like God's work right now because I never could imagine how many people we are helping right now and changing their lives with credit. So that all goes up to the man upstairs. So we're thankful for that. And if we can help you with credit or hit any of your goals with real estate, like 
please reach out. I'd love to. If we can't do it, we know somebody that can and we'll always connect you with the right people to make that right fit. So till next time, enjoy your Thanksgiving and we will see you next Monday. So hit that subscribe button, leave a review. Let me know what you guys think. And uh, everybody that does so, we're giving away the book, Action Driven, absolutely free. This has changed people's life. So uh, a lot of great content in here and you guys are definitely gonna wanna get this. So uh, till next time, stay blessed guys. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit brandonelliotinvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.